0: Previously on That Cthulhu John, Luke Thompson just wakes up in his apartment. Hey Luke, it's Nancy. The twins don't want to see you this weekend. Christ, Nancy. Unbelievable. Walter, uh,
1: there's a call for you. Luke Thompson? I don't know exactly what all Lenny told you, but...
2: I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do about looking for Lenny.
1: Hey Walter, any chance I could borrow your car? I think I'm going to stop by that Flowers by Yuki.
0: You see Lenny Cobb getting brought in in handcuffs. You see them take him towards the interrogation rooms. What's
2: he done? Who wants to talk to him? Says the chief wants to talk to him. So I kind of
0: just uh, gently
2: leave the tape recorder.
0: You see that they are carrying out Lenny. You see them drag him out front where there is an awaiting ambulance. When you go back to the interrogation room, you find the tape recorder. However, you don't find a tape inside of it. It's about 2.30 in the afternoon when you arrive at Flowers by Yuki. Yes, hello. Can I help you with anything? You see a little tattoo on her forearm. The tattoo looks like some sort of snake.
2: Uh, We spoke about the lotus. You've never heard of that one. Have you heard of the pink lotus?
0: We have some here, just follow me. And then you see her with her palm up to her mouth. She blows something in your face. Heather, you're tripping out right now. I think you will tell me how you know about
2: the Black Lotus. Swing by the um, truck depot where Lenny used to work. I believe Lenny said the flower was behind the desk. I take out my handkerchief and I snip a couple of the petals that are on the back. I'm going to call the hospital too. Okay. And see if I can inquire about Lenny's condition.
0: Says um, well, unfortunately, he didn't make it. thanks for joining us for that cthulhu john episode 46 we are a real play called cthulhu podcast i am george your keeper of arcane lore and with me are my friends and investigators chuck Uh, hey there underworld chad hi
1: (laughs) (laughs) and jenny hi (laughs) darn it that was my best jenny (laughs)
0: That was pretty good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Somehow Chad was right between Yuki and Jenny. It was was pretty good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's
2: what she said.
0: All right, guys. When we last left off, Heather was in the basement of Flowers by Yuki when she got some uh, powder blown in her face, (sighs) likely black lotus powder. Maybe. Allegedly. She inhaled it. Went pretty crazy, uh, said everything she knew about Walter, about Lenny, about the Magus 5, everything, to this woman, Yuki.
2: Spilling the beans.
0: Snitch. During this spilling of said beans, she mm. was having horrific hallucinations. Things like uh, snakes coming out of her mouth and. You got lenny
2: Oh, no, I was thinking that today when I was re listening. Mm. no i think
0: he just got cobbed just horrible visions mostly snake related i've been there but that's where she left off after uh passing out however we left walter at work uh walter it's about two o'clock now for you casually going about his
1: day thinking everything's all right, shelving books and asking people if they need help with mundane things. Restocking all the, all the dictionaries.
0: <laughs> so Walter's just trying to basically bury himself in work to try to keep himself sane, it sounds like. Uh, so Detective Thompson, we left you off at about 2.30. This was after you had seen Lenny get brought in to the interrogation room and then later leave the interrogation room uh, being drug out. Put into an ambulance, and later found out that he did not make it.
2: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know at the time, but they were pretty much weekend at Bernie's, and him out the door.
0: Yeah. I mean, they drug him like like seriously yeah. like legs behind him, you know, completely dead weight.
2: They did. They did, Well, they said he was responsive when they put him in the thing, but now I don't know who to, who to trust. Who's telling the truth?
0: All right. So you also left a little cassette tape. While the interrogation was going on, when you went back to grab the tape after the interrogation, after Lenny had been drug out, you saw that the tape was missing from the recorder. And then Detective Thompson went to the truck depot, walked right into Skinny Joey's office, undisturbed by anyone, because, well, Thompson knows Skinny Joey pretty good. Or at least uh, they know that he has higher up ties between him and Chucky. Thompson goes into the office of Skinny Joey and he snips a couple of uh, leaves off of the Black Lotus that was in there. Yeah. And he takes them with him.
2: And I would have returned.
0: What did you do from there?
2: Um, is my, like, precinct or whatever? I mean, am I at, like, the main police building or something? Would there be a crime lab? Roundhouse. Where I work, that is. Um, I want to go to the crime lab.
0: Okay. Alright, so you get back to your work around uh we're gonna say two thirty. You go down to the crime lab where there is a uh like fresh out of college kid there. Uh she's wears like really dense glasses, like you know, those Coke bottle kind. Mm-hmm. And uh she's kind of mousy, small, but uh her lab coat jacket's a little too big for her. You know her. Uh, her name is uh, Catherine. Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate,
2: chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> uh,
0: but she prefers to go by Catherine. You know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I- might have fun with her and call her Kathy every once in a while. I think I'd call her Velma. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I might. Um, maybe not. Too serious. But I, I am friendly enough with her, I guess. So um, that's good to know. Well, I had to see if she is still or if anyone is down in the lab.
0: Oh, when you go down there to the lab, you see her, you know, sitting there in a chair. She has a, over a long table that has many beakers and things like that on there. And she's at a microscope. And when you walk in, the door suddenly slams shut behind you. It just The door is just janky. Um, you know this already though it doesn't scare you but it it gets her attention so that uh, you know it alerts I Kathy. don't have to wait very long right <laughs> she looks up real quick A nod
2: Kathy uh, you busy? I wonder if you could take a look at something for me
0: She says well Detective Thompson I guess uh, I can take a quick look you know that she kind of flirts with you every once in a while uh, but her flirting isn't very good I see She's very, very, very shy kind of thing. But, you know, when she has to interact with you, she can't quite hide that she kind of has a crush on you, I guess you would say.
2: Too bad I'm married to the job.
0: <laughs>
2: um, uh, would there be any, like, empty evidence bags or anything around that I could grab real quick? And um, I want to keep one of the lotus petals that I cut and, I, well, maybe I snipped a couple. Give her a piece of one. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if you could take a look at this, tell me uh, anything you can about it, as far as chemical effects on the human body or anything, really. Uh, this flower is not supposed to exist, from what I understand, um, but someone may have been poisoned with it.
0: She says to you, what do you mean the flower doesn't exist, as you hand her the petals?
2: I say, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, it's a black lotus that allegedly does not exist
0: says i'll look into it and uh you know i'll analyze this these petals that you gave me but i don't know what's going to turn up anything exciting here
2: and then i uh, take my sunglasses off of my lapel and as uh, i'm uh, about to walk away i say don't say i never brought you flowers i put the sunglasses on <laughs> oh,
1: <Yeah!
0: man.
1: laughs> i was gonna say i imagine the guy in the commercial with the ostrich
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about, the no. the Limu emu guy. That would be awesome.
1: <laughs> you seem way too suave all of a sudden.
2: <laughs> he's not I mean, you know, he's I just feel like he's very dry and direct. I don't I don't think he's very fun, but except for when he's got his sweet one liners. That's great. Which I'm afraid that I'm gonna have to try to make up as much as possible.
0: <laughs> no, that's great. Fantastic play into the character.
2: That's his addiction. <laughs> no, I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, or Catherine, says that she will analyze those uh, petals for you, and you walk away to use your f- sweet one-liner. hmm With one-liners <laughs> like that, it's no wonder she flirts with you from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's so cool, that middle-aged uh, single dad. Well, yeah, man, she, she might divorced. be mousy, but she's like 25, and she seems into you. I mean, you know. And she respects the game, clearly. Yeah, she's fresh out of not college, but like a master's program. Are you guys trying to get me to like take <laughs> her yeah, out? Like just what are you do doing right with now? Her. <laughs> 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 Fine God. God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um so where do you go from there, Detective Thompson? Um Realizing I never really
2: stopped for food. Okay. Uh we're gonna fill that empty void in my stomach with coffee and cigarettes. All right. So I go up to my office, mm-hmm. kind of hang out for a little bit, uh, try to find some perspective. Must start going over some files and stuff, I guess. Uh, maybe just killing time, hoping that she has something soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but thinking that I'm meeting up with Walter for coffee, possibly later. Um, I think I'll just hold off on food, wait till later, skip lunch.
0: You skip lunch. Wow. Well, okay. So, like you said, you go over some files and everything, and come about. We're going to say five o'clock after you're going through files and looking over certain cases. Not really having any breakthroughs because all you're focused on is did did Detective Thompson call Yuki, or was that Lenny? That was because I
2: still have a little bit of Lenny inside me.
0: <laughs> we all have a little Lenny inside of us. <laughs>
2: all right, so Thompson doesn't really... He was just told about the flower and all that. I did recall that. He was also told about the flower shop. Yeah, okay. So he, knows, he does know about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Um, going over the files and all that, yeah. But at the same time, I make sure I have that number on hand in case it becomes an issue.
0: With the number of the flower shop?
2: Yeah. And I want okay. to make sure I have... Walter's home number and his work number on me if in case I leave or whatever all right so I can take care of what I got to do later
0: okay but come five o'clock you hear a knock on the door okay on your 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 door your blinds are all closed right now See, it's uh it's open and uh in walks the chief of police Gregor Sambor
2: I'm really tempted to to like hold a firearm
0: under the desk at him <laughs> <laughs> And he comes over to you and he says, uh, Detective Thompson, how are you doing today? Uh, Chief, uh,
2: I guess, uh, not terrible. How about yourself? He
0: says, uh, well, you know, I've had better days. We had a guy drug out earlier and, uh, apparently didn't make it.
2: I, uh, I heard that.
0: Well, all right, so the police chief says, uh, well, it would seem that the, uh, great Detective Thompson went and lost something. And he throws the t- cassette tape down on your desk. Well, it it went missing, but I wouldn't say I lost it. Seems like uh, maybe somebody just borrowed it. Says, well, things go missing around here, and you can't find them, Thompson. I should have you demoted. And he laughs a little bit. I say, that uh character, Lenny, is a
2: person of interest in a few cases right now. So, uh, is was just doing my
0: job, sir. Says, yeah, well i gotta tell you the the rantings of this madman were almost laughable it's like just trust me save yourself from listening to that tape it gets pretty disturbing uh, he actually poisoned himself we found out probably to cover up his ties to the mafia and so we couldn't squeeze him for he- more information damn could have been huge yeah yeah
2: i spoke with him on a few occasions uh Couldn't really get him to slip much, but you'd be surprised. There's always some truth in the ramblings of madmen. So I pick up the tape and just kind of look at it.
0: He says, I wouldn't hold anything that that crazy guy had to say. That guy was a lunatic. And he turns to leave and he goes, have a good day, Detective Thompson. And then uh, he leaves and closes the door behind him. A little sigh of
2: relief. Um... Mm -hmm. I assumed it was him that took the tape, you know, master detective and all. Anywho. Right. Super <laughs> uh, sleuth. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little nervous, uh, especially Lenny mentioned before that he, he might be involved with the mob dudes, and, and I didn't know that. I don't know what he knows about me,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: but I assume if he's tied him at those guys, they probably be, may have mentioned me, unless I'm just of no import. So, yeah, that's uh, it's quite a relief that he was acting natural. Mm-hmm. Poisoned himself.
0: You have this tape in your hand. Yeah. Um,
2: I won't listen to it yet.
0: Okay. Just going to hold on to it for now. Yeah. All right. Put it in my jacket pocket. All right. All right. So that's going to be where we leave Thompson off around 5 o'clock. Uh, 5 o'clock uh, Walter, you're still working Anything you want to accomplish Between 5 and your quitting time at 8?
1: Um, I mean, I would think uh, For the most part He's probably just doing his job And um, I think he's probably getting Pretty stir-crazy You know, trying to hold it together And he's probably concerned Just because he hasn't really seen or heard Anything from Lenny at this point Or Detective Thompson about Lenny and I mean, I guess it's been a couple hours since uh, Heather departed But mm-hmm. uh, knowing that she's got to work later And kind of soon, I guess uh, he would have expected to have heard from her So mm-hmm. probably a little bit of pacing back and forth and Yeah, you're worried about your friends right now Yeah, so uh, he's probably had too much coffee at this point Probably mm-hmm. has the a jitters jittery Mm-hmm um yeah i don't know i guess uh nothing really comes his way he's probably just uh frantically thinking about his next move i guess not maybe not frantically but i'm sure three plus cups of coffee you know kind of
0: raises your anxiety definitely i would think so yeah um so anything you want to achieve between five o'clock and closing time are you just
1: focusing on work and trying not to think too much about everything else uh, yeah, I mean, I guess around like 6.30, if I don't hear anything from Heather, uh, I might have to call the fireside and see if she's there, and or what's happening with my vehicle.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So, Walter's getting a little concerned, and Heather, uh, you wake up. You're not exactly sure when it is, what's going on, or anything. Um... <laughs> But you're you're kind of groggily awake, like eyes barely open. And you see that you're in a room. It's pretty dark, but there's this blue iridescence coming off the walls. Also on the walls, you can see the outline of what you think are flowers blooming from the wall. Then you turn your head directly in front of you. It takes some time for your eyes to adjust to this lighting. But then you see in front of you. Something unbelievably vile, a deliberate twist of shining scaly vines, thicker than your arm, they wind and twist before you, almost lewd. But it's then that you realize that this squirming, crawling pile of snakes is actually a single being coiled around itself, difficult to see, although you can feel its gaze from its third eye in the center of its head. It raises its wiry reptilian hand and points a claw at you. Give me a sanity roll, Heather. Wow. Oh, you're scared of the claw.
1: Look out. It's Here comes to get you. the claw. Man. I am actually really scared. In <laughs> sense. That's a good one. 30.
0: There's a snake thing?
1: Yeah, it's a pass.
0: It's a pass? Okay. So, Heather, this, uh, you're still going to lose one sanity from this?
2: Let's go nuts.
0: And as this thing points a claw at you, it sounds like it's it's hissing, but it almost sounds like words, and it starts to close in on you. You try to struggle, but your hands are tied behind you. Your mouth is gagged. You scream, but it's only muffled. And this uh hideous being gets into your face and it Hisses something at you and you can't quite understand it till a second later. What did he say through his tongue? Was it
2: snake hole?
0: Give me a sanity roll. Okay. Is this how they get
2: people's skins? They put them in his basement and they, get, they climb up in their guts?
1: 84.
0: Mm. Is I this what so an Ophidian bad. looks like? That's higher than your sanity, right?
1: Yeah, I have 47.
0: Okay. You're going to lose an additional four sanity. And this is all just too much for you, Heather. Your brain just snaps and all of a sudden everything goes black. You have passed out again. Real case of the (laughs) dizzies. I was hoping you'd go off on like a violent streak. I was
2: hoping that too.
0: (laughs) And She is bound and gagged. Uh, her hand's tied behind her back And she's down in like a uh, kneeling position Alright
1: Guess I go back to sleep
0: <laughs> yep. See you guys later Sleepy time for Heather again Nighty night Walter it's about It's closing time for you Now
1: Well, well wait a minute uh, What happened I tried to call the Fireside around like 6.30 Oh around 6.30
0: yeah let's get back to that so 6.30, you're getting worried, you call the Fireside, and you hear Sal pick up and goes, yeah, Fireside Tavern. Uh,
1: hey, um, Sal, right?
0: Yeah, this is Sal. What do you want?
1: I thought so. Uh, hey, I'm a friend of Heather's. Uh, she borrowed my car earlier. Did she ever, uh, show up for work?
0: Says no, but, you know, Heather's usually late anyway. She's supposed to start at six. She's usually here by now, but sometimes she's extra late.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I see. Uh. Well, well maybe it's nothing then. Um. Th- this is her pal Walter. I guess uh, if you see He's, her.
0: Oh yeah, the professor.
1: <laughs> he chuckled. <laughs> <juggles. laughs> so yeah, you do remember me, sure. That's me. Um. i had hoped to stop by and have some drinks later. Uh. You know. I thought she was gonna be working. I guess uh, if I don't hear from her sooner, maybe I'll uh, just stop by and see you later if you're going to be covering her shift until then.
0: Says, yeah, of course. Just come on in, Professor. We got a nice cold cause waiting for you here.
1: Nice. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Heather should be in later. I wouldn't worry too much about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He says, thanks, Sal. Hangs up. All right. I miss Sal's voice. (laughs) Totally. (laughs)
0: So that was uh, 6.30, Thompson. It's almost quitting time for you. Yeah, um,
2: I want to go back down to the lab uh, just to check in before I leave. Uh, I assume, I mean, unless there's a lot going on, she might not stay too late. So I'll try to catch her before she goes and see if she knows anything yet. So I head down.
0: Okay, so you head down to the crime lab? And you go over to uh, Catherine. She goes, oh, Luke. I mean, Detective Thompson. Um, yeah, so I, I have the analysis of those uh, those pedals for you. She's like, the chemical breakdown of them is uh, pretty strange. And she starts showing you all these uh, lines and letters and things that you don't quite understand. Uh, give me a science roll, though, if you have anything, any particular science. I'd like to see any of the uh, results and Pronounce that you
2: might have, as well as uh, maybe what it might look like under a microscope,
0: as well. Mm-hmm. Science. Okay. Do you have any particular sciences? I do not. So one percent.
2: Yo, I rolled a three.
0: Oh. Can well. I spend?
2: Can I spend two luck? You can. I mean,
1: what kind of science? Is this like biology? Just with this more help like me biology. get a basic yeah. start in biology? <laughs> yeah, there you go. It should be an easy one to pass if you make it through the chapter. I might as well. I, I kind of want to know what happens.
0: Yeah, don't be cheap too luck. Pass on a 1%. Hell yeah. So you took some chemistry courses in college before, before you joined the police force, and some of it starts coming back to you. And you start seeing these uh, carbon uh, connections that you know are all organic, and uh, you start to see other molecules that look very similar to like LSD, but slightly off from it. Mm -hmm. You know the chemical makeup of that uh, from busting kids doing hallucinogens kind of thing. And uh, getting it um, analyzed, Catherine has helped you analyze it before. You know, it's definitely some sort of weird hallucinogen or poison or something. Mm-hmm. And Catherine says to you, you know, I gave it to uh, two different lab mice and... People love doing that. And they... <laughs> Both of them acted very erratic and then
1: died. Poor little Mises.
0: Hmm. Some kind of uh, overdose? A heart attack? Maybe I gave them too much. I don't know, but I just gave its slightest little drop.
2: You still have those mice?
0: She says, uh, well, you'd have to go through the bio trash. I wouldn't recommend doing that, though.
2: Gross. Well, we still have some of the flour. Uh, depending on the results of an autopsy I'll get tomorrow, I'd kind of like to see if there's something similar. Uh, but tomorrow's another day. You, uh, are you knocking off?
0: She goes, no, I'm here till 10.
2: All right, well, I'll let you know if I need anything. Thanks again. I've got more work to do.
0: She says, you're welcome, Detective Thompson, and blushes a little bit.
2: Uh, I don't have anything good to say. <laughs> you know I mean? Got no one-liner there? <laughs> Not this time. Okay. Uh, he leaves lo- lost in thought. The sun's already gone down, so he, has, right. he, he can't put the glasses
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> Not at this point.
2: I mean, it would just be weird. Okay, in that case, um, I'm starting to get kind of hungry. You said it's just about 5?
0: Yeah, about 5. It's about 5.
2: I'll go back to my office, uh, grab my coat and hat and all that. Um, But I'm going to call... I'll call Joe Clocks instead of waiting for him to call me.
0: Okay, Uh, we're going to say after you eat and everything, it's about 630 Walter, you just hang up with the...
2: No, I was going to... If we were meeting up somewhere, I was going to get food while I was out.
0: Oh, you call... So you're calling to set up a a meeting? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, so you call him at 5 o'clock. So, Walter, before you get that call from Heather... or Not from Heather, fuck. Before you call the fireside asking about Heather, you get a call from uh, Detective Thompson which Hedley, uh, you know, roots to you. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, Luke, how are you? Uh, not bad.
2: Uh, I think we have some things that uh, we should go over. Normally I might wait till I have everything, but uh, honestly I haven't eaten in a while. So if you
1: want to meet up, what time are you done? Well, I'm generally here till uh, to 8. Uh, that wraps up my shift. You know, I'd hope to uh, get a drink later at the fireside. Maybe uh, if you had something to eat, uh, get your constitution yeah. up. Uh, I don't know if you're much of a drinker. But uh, it's a uh, bar down in South Philly. Have you ever been there? I'm familiar with
0: it. I mean, you don't have to be honest with Walter, but you've trailed Lenny there before. Neat. <laughs> Did he see... When the, the Wind
2: Walker was outside? I guess not. No, he wasn't there at that No, point. he wasn't there. Did he watch Lenny Beat? Never mind. Yeah,
1: that's what I was wondering.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I figured it, would have, uh, it might have even come up as someone related to the whole Millie case, being that she kind of has a family connection and that's where she works. I might have even known about it from that as well. Um, or... If that's why he also trailed Lenny there. I don't know. He's been around for a little bit. I forget about these things.
1: Simultaneous perspectives.
2: That's fair. Um, In that case, I'll take care of it.
1: Uh, I'll see you there after 8. Okay. That sounds great. Um, Yeah, I think we should meet up. I've got some info uh, to share with you as well. Very good. Click. I think at this point, or at that point, Walter may not have been as frantic or jittery. So, uh, you know, he wasn't as concerned. So uh, he probably wouldn't have, you know, set off any warnings or anything. And uh, he probably didn't take his call in the back either. So he was out in the in the main area. So he probably also wanted to keep it cool for that reason alone. Mm-hmm.
0: So well, I guess eight o'clock rolls around. Where do you guys meet up at?
1: Uh, If I don't hear anything from Heather before then, I mean, I'd be looking to make my way down to the fireside. Okay, you do not hear
0: anything from Heather before then. Uh, So, 8 o'clock, and you go down to the fireside. Catch a cab. No. And uh, when you get there, you walk in, and you see that, you know, the place is, as usual, not very busy. There's no drooly there today. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I was going to ask that. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, I went not Ugh, nothing. <laughs>
2: Thompson and Drool. Oh.
0: What a match made in heaven. Oh, man. You know that's coming your way. <laughs> so you, when you get there, uh, Sal says, Oh, hey there, Professor.
1: Howdy, Sal. Give him a nod. Mm.
0: Says, "Uh, you heard from Heather? Because I haven't yet. And he uh, he's cracking open a course for you and sliding it to you already.
1: Uh, yeah, that uh, that's uh, kind of on my mind as well. I mean, I mentioned uh, giving her the car earlier, and I uh, knew she was going to work tonight. I'd hoped to catch up with her. Damn. He kind of looks around and takes inventory of the uh, patrons. Mm-hmm. Takes a sip of his nice, refreshing course after a long, stressful day. <laughs>
0: Trying to get that sponsorship, man. Anyway. <laughs> so Love it. So you you look around. You see a couple faces that look a little familiar, but, I mean, you've never talked to these people. But you've seen them here a couple times before.
1: Mainly a little relieved that uh, Julie's not here. But also looking around, is uh, Thompson here?
0: Not yet, I don't think. He
1: might walk in
2: shortly after Walter. Okay. Maybe he was casing the joint.
0: Okay, just get there a little earlier than him and just kind of sit out front for a while?
2: Maybe. I mean, he wouldn't know. Ooh, it's just, that's so sneaky. Or he's just really good at being fashionably late.
0: But, Walter, not too long after you sit down and have talked to Sal, you see Detective Thompson walk in.
1: All right. I'd just like to note, too, that uh, I sit next to where Lenny would ordinarily sit. Leave Aww. his spot open. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, Thompson walks in.
2: I kind of scan the room and see Walter. Head over to him.
0: Thompson, this is a bar that you know you've seen bars like this before, but not quite this dingy.
2: I mean, you know, I've been I've been in a lot places, of places. Uh, real character to it. Yeah, yeah. The job comes with a lot of characters. <laughs>
0: um. So you sit down. You find Walter. Work your way over to him.
2: I stand next to the the stool that would I would guess I would have sat on next to him but like now it's kind of between us. i was kind of leaning elbow on the bar. Okay. Give him a nod as he approaches. I say, "Walter. Good to see you."
1: Likewise. So I got some uh some info on the those flowers. Actually, uh, you might notice Walter looking around a little bit. Uh, are there any patrons like right up on us in your shop?
0: Not really. No, you,
1: you're you're pretty isolated. Cool.
0: Uh, yeah, I take one of the one of the ones in a bag that I that I
2: saved um, I Show him I was like I managed to get my hands on
1: a piece or two Hmm damn and uh, If he allows him to take it, he'll examine it a little closer. Try to hold it up to whatever light. Are there any of those like overhead stained glass lamps that the bars usually have?
0: Uh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the ones that like hang down over a pool table, but there is no pool table. There's a shuffleboard table. But they do have one of those really long uh lights that are you know, like the stained glass kind above
1: okay. it. It kinda like gets down low and uses the brighter section of that to kinda examine it.
0: Alright. Well the first thing that you notice as soon as you get under the light is that this flower petal is pretty wilted right now.
2: Hmm. Does it like seem like it's like fast acting?
0: It seems like it's wilting a lot quicker than it should.
2: Hmm. Strange, it seemed fine
1: a few hours ago. Oh well maybe it can't breathe in here. It doesn't really <laughs> know too much about plants.
0: It is pretty smoky. <laughs>
1: He doesn't, he doesn't open it, but, uh, you know, he does examine it visually. All right. Walter, you examine this, and the more wilted it gets, the less kind of purpley
0: it gets. It looks more black
1: as it, as it wilts. Gosh, it certainly is dark. Uh, but well, I guess it's also dark in here. But where where did you get this? Uh, you said you got a couple pieces of it? He gives it back to him.
2: Your pal lenny said uh he told me exactly where to find it. I helped myself to a few pieces. What do you know about this uh this flower anyway uh so far, all I can tell is it's it's a hallucinogen um and that uh it might even have the power to kill
1: well gosh um he uh takes note again that we're still kind of isolated and says uh well uh i do know a bit about it and uh i do have some things i'd hope to show you but honestly the lighting here might not be the best for what i had in mind you might look a little concerned at this point i've got another piece if you want to keep that one oh uh yeah interesting i guess uh The only person I'd have to analyze it, I'm not sure I can trust at this point, but uh, maybe it'll come in handy. And he secures it uh, in his little satchel, that is. Listen, um, maybe uh, we should just uh, have a drink and I guess somewhere where there's better light, uh, we could continue this conversation. Maybe a little uh, privacy. I I know people aren't really leaning over our shoulder here, but uh, there are some serious things that Maybe uh maybe you need to know. And he takes a long swig of his beer.
2: I've got nothing to hide, I mean But uh you know, if you uh, would rather do it somewhere more private, I don't know, we could uh go for a drive. Uh that kinda of brings me to something else I wanted to go over. Um Well, might as well just do it here. Uh your pal Lenny, uh he's dead.
1: What? No. I mean, you're sure? That you found him already?
2: Yeah. I saw him just a couple hours ago. Um, they got him. They brought him to the precinct. Uh, he was then unresponsive and had to be taken to Jefferson Hospital.
1: Yes. Oh, no. And uh, he finishes the rest of his beer. And
2: um, I haven't gotten any... Uh, any of the info yet it's um i mean i guess it's not like it's big news but don't go running around to the media or anything yet <laughs> this is between us obviously
1: uh you, this is pretty uneasy and kind of slides his bottle across the bar. To, uh, not really to sal but you know like away from his edge of the bar right I look over to sal and i kind of tap the
2: bar and put down a 20.
0: You see him. He's his back is turned to you right now, and then he turns around and goes, "Oh yeah, sorry. What can I get you?"
2: Uh, look at Walter. Uh, two whiskeys, or make it scotch. And I put down put down another ten, I guess. Okay, thirty should he be. He says you want it.
0: your scotch, uh, you know, straight up, or you want it on the rocks there? Just too neat. Uh, it's a toast to the fallen. He says, "Oh, okay," and he pulls up, pours out to. Uh,
1: two whiskeys he says uh you might want uh, three there Sal. uh just got some bad news about our pal Lenny
0: was, oh what happened
1: he ain't gonna be taking a seat here no more and he looks over at lenny's old seat
0: He's, what did he did he move or something
2: yeah the, uh, the good detective getting emotional
1: here. this is really upsetting guys I'm like tearing up like for real <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Stop. Stop it. You're going to make me do it.
0: <laughs> I'm trying
2: to look normal. Look up. Look up. Look, look up. look up. Every time I look at... Look up.
1: <laughs>
0: every time I look at my own square, I'm like, you
1: look like you're crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying.
2: I'm not. I'm not. Oh, it's
1: really hot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my cheeks are sweating. Weird. <laughs>
1: oh man uh, sorry, he, he, sorry he looks back hey, to that. Sally he says uh, the good detective here has just informed me that uh, Lenny is, uh, has passed on
0: he goes, oh no not Lenny not Lenny
1: not Lenny he looks down
0: and shakes his head he goes well oh man and he puts both hands on the bar he's like Lenny was here like every thursday sometimes on the weekends and you know he was a, he was a good guy right he, you know god oh, just it's, not it's, it. it's tough to see a good guy like that go and he puts his head down and he pours his own little glass of whiskey and he holds it up and he goes to lenny
1: to lenny you he hold and he mine up
0: cheers and uh sal takes it his whole thing in just one quick gulp down he takes that you know that neat rocks glass but just gulps the whole thing down mm. puts it down and goes ah.
1: as does walter maybe not as cool and stoic as he does but mm. he says oh,
0: well one thing that i could say life goes on right and he puts the thing yeah. down and he goes well it has
1: to yes
0: i hope uh i can hear some details about the funeral i would like to go to that
1: yeah of course uh I'll certainly keep you in, in the loop there as uh, as information becomes available. I uh, say excuse me and I walk to the bathroom.
0: Okay. Walter, you're left at the bar alone when Sal walks away and starts to, uh, you know, fill other people's glasses. And, um, yeah, he says,
1: uh, Sal, uh, do me a favor and ring that bell. And uh, he puts down a, a 20, I guess, to start, depending on okay. how much it adds up to. All right, and then you hear the
0: bell go off and everyone jolts in their seat for a little bit after that fire <laughs> alarm rings uh thompson you hear it in the bathroom too loud as shit and then everyone goes you know after everyone jumps from this they all go oh, yay they kind of clap a little bit and he goes oh it's on uh professor over here and then everyone you know raises their glasses some of them even empty to you there you go all five of the clientele here
1: Nice.
2: Step out of the bathroom, kind of wiping my mustache a little bit.
0: (laughs) Got a little disco powder in your stash there, Thompson. I walked back over. Oh my
2: god, I didn't get it. (laughs) 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 Unbelievable.
1: Sorry. Um. (laughs) 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 You're distracted. (laughs) I understand.
2: (laughs) You're not thinking about cocaine. Yeah. Think about nose beers. I uh I leave the thirty I put down too. I say, yeah, keep the change and uh I say Walter,
1: uh let's go for a drive. Yeah, definitely. Um Sal, uh, I guess you'll probably hear from her before I do, but you know, likewise if I hear from Heather, uh, I'll get her in touch with you.
0: Sal says to you, Well, I know you guys haven't known each other too long but my condolences nonetheless well we've had
2: a, they had a complicated relationship longer than Sal really knows
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: true that as yeah the guy that hated my truck
0: oh. that's kind of you so you guys leave the fireside hopping thompson sweet thunderbird bitchin is it a
1: bitchin thunderbird
0: did you check yeah. your notes for that
1: what year thunderbird would you say this is <laughs> good
0: question
1: yeah Let's say it's a 63
0: Thunderbird.
2: That would constitute as bitchin'.
0: Let me just look it up real quick. 63 Thunderbird. Get in
2: I unlock
0: the doors. Oh, wow. Um, Those are That's definitely a Thompson car. Man, now I gotta look it up. It's a sweet ride. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: That's exactly what I pictured him driving. That's so funny. Who knew that Sal loved Lenny that much? And
2: Sal would be the one to make us like choke I, up and fuck us, Like oh, all along. See, that's why everyone loves Sal.
1: Oh, yep. It's that
2: voice. It My voice, character yeah. sheet says pretend dad. For
0: Sal. <laughs> <laughs> Sal party.
1: Heather <clears throat> is hilariously oh, no.
0: pathetic. I fucking love her. <laughs> it's really great
1: you right what you know. <laughs> oh.
2: Yes. That's good. That's pretty funny. Um, That is neat.
0: Oh, so we'll say you guys were at the bar for about an hour there. Just kind of chilling out for a little bit. Just, I'm just going to move, move things down about an hour when you are in the car and are driving. Uh, just cruising around right now
2: um so i get in the driver's seat the light a sick i guess mm-hmm. um roll my window down a bit say uh i have uh i have a tape that i haven't listened to yet you uh, have a
0: tape deck in your car
2: yeah i got a sweet tape deck
0: yeah <laughs> uh,
1: you gotta put in it's bitchin oh. what uh what do you mean what's on it
2: I picture a pop-up for some reason like it's like it's attached to the center console it's got like a pop-up slide in i don't know why but Neat. it seems like it would be like overly uh technological for a, for a tape deck for a car
1: yeah just to be just to make sure if this is a regular cassette like we're used to in the 80s it definitely would not fit in the radio here in the Thunderbird unless you had something aftermarket. no you, installed. you had
0: you had some aftermarket mm-hmm. shit That's put probably, in yeah. there okay
1: sweet Just in case. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I slide the tape in. I say this is uh, whatever happened in the uh, interrogation room between Lenny and the chief of police who might be involved in, in all
1: this. Wait, wait. He says Lenny mentioned him before, too.
2: Yeah, they said, uh, he said they got to, the mob got to him. Or at least Chucky and Joey.
1: Uh... Luke, uh, listen, you know, before you listen to this, you know, you gotta understand, uh, if your chief got to Lenny, that means they know everything Lenny knew, potentially. Oh, man. Um. You know, I was kind of worried before about telling you some of this stuff, but uh, may not even matter now if they already got to Lenny. And he kind of sits back in his seat, he says, uh, I guess, let's play it. Um,
2: what did Lenny say about the chief of police and Chucky and Joey? He was always very cryptic to me, he never really gave it to me straight. Did he tell you anything, uh, that
1: he would have held from me? Uh, yeah, probably. He looks a little uneasy. And he says, uh, there's, there's something I wanted to show you, if you want to see that before listening to the tape. And he rummages through his thick-ass bag that has, like, four of those books. Mm -hmm. He produces a couple sections of uh, copied paper. He says, uh... Start the car and turn, like, the dome light on or whatever. Mm -hmm. He says, this is uh, maybe something that's better to read at first. Um, He kind of scratches his head. He says, listen, Luke, uh... I don't expect that you'll believe... This information that I'm going to share with you And before I was kind of worried that revealing it to you Would kind of put the noose around both of our necks In a in a sense But if what Lenny said about them getting to the chief of police is true It, it may already be too late He may already know, you know, everything uh, Never mind, I already said that and uh, he gives you a piece of paper that has a section of the magis, uh, the Speculum Magus uh-huh. uh, and some information on there. Take the book, I say, uh, well... It's not the book, though. It's just a copied piece of paper. I say, if well, if,
2: uh, if the chief is involved with the mob, he probably already knows everything involved with them anyway. What else would he have told them? And I start to open the book, anywhere in particular
1: I'm looking for.
0: Well, you start looking at the copied pages. There's, hmm. there's a couple
1: papers in particular. He says, uh, if uh, what you gave me is what I think it is, and he flips to the page that's specific about the different types of toxins that the uh, Ophidians can produce. Okay. And he says, uh, this is probably what they gave Lenny. Maybe more than once, but definitely once. What
2: exactly is uh, what does it say like ophidian toxins and stuff like what 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 exactly is an ophidian?
1: What uh? It might not mention the ophidian specifically because these are like notes, like cliff notes, you know, written on the sides of the pages or whatever. It talks about the ophidians and it says they're
0: masters of poisons. Oh, okay, I forgot what was on that page.
1: There were two different
2: ones, right? And there was uh, or the one was the bite, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's a venomous bite, corrosive killer, black lotus poison. It's like a Malaysian lotus, but pink. Maybe we did call it. We named it. Malaysian lotus. Oh, wait. No, I don't know.
0: That's just where it's from.
2: Yeah. Oh, I see. That's the other one. Or maybe. Um. Okay, so I learned about those. That's good. Because he don't know about that shit. So, uh... Are
1: you trying to save it? Well, I mean, if they gave him the truth serum... I don't know. I mean, depending on when i last saw him he was you know he he was crazy almost i mean maybe maybe not almost yeah. and maybe he was kind of crazy
2: oh he was <laughs> oh i saw him yeah
1: no telling what they told him but is it what is this some kind of cult or
2: uh i don't understand um these masters of poison how was my boss one and uh, the mob uh, <laughs>
1: That's uh, that's a different section and he goes to the page that has the information about how they perform the ritual of consuming another and like taking on their identity and things like that. Does it yeah.
0: describe it? It does. In detail. What does it say? Over a course of a, over the course of I believe it's 2 days. Over the course of 2 days they actually consume the body of the person that they are going to copy. It's called consume likeness, yeah. The spell. It
2: doesn't say that it's a spell, does it? It just talks about consuming someone's likeness over two days. Yeah. Obviously, these are some zealots' mad writings, but, I mean, it would only take about two days to mold and, and uh, you know, run some skins of somebody's body, I suppose. These people are making masks.
1: Well, I, I can't say for 100% on that, but... Lenny was pretty sure that this is uh, this is what he, we're what we're he talking kept about saying here. That uh, they were like
2: pod people; they weren't themselves. And all the evidence I've seen about that was more or less true, other than seeing the change or who they are. Uh, some of these people definitely aren't who they used to be,
1: for sure. Um, well. I guess let's see what's on this tape Uh, Go on I mean the reason I bring it up is uh, If uh, the bosses that he mentioned Were after him You know if they're in cahoots with your boss And they use This truth serum on Lenny It's conceivable that Anything Lenny told you Up to the point that they drugged him You know I mean he might have shared with them You see where I'm going with this
2: yeah, I think I could see that. Uh, like I said, however, Lenny was always a bit standoffish and, and cryptic with a lot of the things he told me. He, I always got the feeling he was never telling me everything, and I'd never heard about half of the stuff here. And
1: this is somehow tied to this flower, huh? Yeah, more so than just this. Uh, it's It's all connected, you know. Flower. <laughs> nice patreon the call back, i like it <laughs> he says uh that uh, autopsy that you found for us uh it's kind of connected to that too the books that i got this information well these books and some others that i got they once belonged to that raymond tooley guy i was wondering how he was
2: involved uh lenny did briefly go on he doesn't think he died of natural causes and i've never seen a heart attack like that on an autopsy and I'm hoping when I get Lenny's tomorrow, it's not going to be the same. I'm hoping.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm afraid of too. Um,
0: well, and I press play on the sweet cassette player. Okay, so when you press play on there, you hear Lenny's voice say, ah, "Leave me alone!" and you hear thrashing sounds. It's the, the manacles on the table. You you recognize that sound, Thompson. Uh, It sounds like Lenny might even be moving the table a little bit. And you hear him scream, I didn't do nothing! Nothing's real anymore! You can't hold me! I gotta warn everybody! The the snake people are coming! And you hear the chief, Gregor Sambor, go, Calm down, Mr. Cobb. We can talk through this. And then you hear more thrashing and uh, just grunting sounds. And then you hear the chief go, We know that you are dangerous, Lenny. And then Lenny says, I didn't do nothing. Let me go. Oh, I see. You're one of them there. I see you. Get away from me. And then you hear, followed by,
1: What the hell was that?
0: Then a thud. And then you hear a door open and close. And then what sounds like someone may be picking up the recorder.
1: Damn.
0: And that's where we're going to end our episode. Oh,
1: man. Right in the feels.
2: (laughs) (sighs) Listening to Lenny's voice for the last time, even though it was not the same as Lenny's
0: voice, but still like the thought. This episode
2: goes out to Sal. Always (sighs) had Lenny's back. We never knew.
0: Yep. Uh, We
2: never knew. He would love that dude.
0: Sal Lombardi. All right. Well, guys, that was, I guess, a (laughs) tearjerker. But thanks to everyone for listening to this sad episode. And everyone remember, until next time, that sanity is overrated. (laughs) Thanks,
2: guys.
1: Uh, sure
0: George, I have a question for you, real quick, too. Yeah. What is your favorite dinosaur? A <laughs> Cacacephalosaurus. Okay.
2: Lock and loaded.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm ready <laughs> for that question. I like the backpack cephalosaurus because it's easy <laughs> to
2: carry. I don't
0: know which one's the packet of... That's like the one that has like the dome on the head. That's they. So it's oh, a, the ram guy. Rammed, yeah, the ram head guy. That's cool.
2: Yeah. Is it spelled like pachyderm? Are
0: they horses? Yeah, it's pack. Packy means thick. <laughs>
2: oh, echo, echo, that packy. That's a package on. Okay.
0: A package I just googled ram dinosaur and it came right up. Yeah, <laughs>
2: those guys are cool. source.
0: Hey, this is George. Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us if you like what you're hearing. And if you want to support us and make our show better, head on over to our Patreon. You can always email us at contact at that with any comments, and you can follow us on Instagram at thatcthulhujohn.